Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Wow, wow, and triple wow, did you luck out today tuning in to Song of the Soul, because our guest is Chris Rosser. It's no surprise that I end up loving the music of so many of my guests, but Chris has got my admiration and enthusiasm and praise lock, stock, and barrel. He's got music that's funny and vulnerable and majestic, but through it all flows a depth and beauty that you rarely hear. Yes, his lyrics, yes, his voice, and yes, the amazing variety of instruments, both Eastern and Western, that he commands with such skill and artistry. I also think Chris may be my first Baha'i guest for Song of the Soul, and his music reflects the beauty and depth of that religion as well, even though he doesn't even mention it in any of the songs themselves. I talked to Chris for more than could fit in this 55-minute broadcast, so check out the northernspiritradio.org website for the full, uncut version of the interviews and for bonus excerpts. Many thanks to Andrew Jansen for production assistance today. You can tell I'm so very grateful to welcome today's guest, Chris Rosser, joining us via Zoom from Asheville, North Carolina. How wonderful to have you with me today for Song of the Soul, Chris. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. Thanks to Billy Jonas for connecting us up, but I understand David Lamott is also a friend of yours. You hang out with the best people, evidently. That's right. <laughs> they let me hang out with them sometimes, yeah. Are you a minor part of the Asheville music ambiance, or the three of you, are you part of mainstream there? I mean, it would depend on who you ask, because there's a lot of different scenes here in Asheville. You know, there's a lot of songwriters here. That's partly why I moved here from Charlotte. Dave Lamott's here, like I said, Billy Jonas, Dave Wilcox is here, Chuck Brodsky is here, a lot of uh, kind of national... Chuck Brodsky, I've never talked to... I've never heard of him. I It sounds like someone else I need to be connected oh, with. Oh, yeah, he's, he's amazing, yeah. <laughs> the rest I've all interviewed. Oh, good. It sounds like everybody in Nashville is my best friend. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a... You know, I lived in Charlotte before, and Charlotte was a lot of, like, top 40 radio and cover bands, and I was coming up here all the time to hear folk music, and I said, well, I think I want to live up there. <laughs> so let's launch right into your music. I think we'll learn a lot about the center of Chris Rosser as we talk to you, <laughs> and we'll learn some more about your past and present, too. At least that's what I always hope when I do a Song of the Soul interview with someone. I really want to know them at the important parts, as well as the surface parts, because I think the way that I look at it, and I could be totally wrong, is the points of reference that you use to get to the center. There are signposts, which are, okay, this is the family I grew up in. This is the music I played. This was my favorite dessert. All of those things point to inner realities, in my opinion. What's your first song? 
Maybe the song When the Wind Stole My Song might be a good one to start with, since that song's kind of about disillusionment as a <laughs> chasing exactly what you're talking about, sort of the, you know, trying to do music that feels soulful and taps into the core of your being and hitting up against the realities of trying to make a living and <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> I hadn't written songs for a while when I wrote this song. I can't remember what it, it's on the Thousand Hands album. So there had been, a, I think, seven or eight years between the albums. I'd sort of lost my mojo a little bit for writing songs. And that was kind of the one back, you know, it's a little about being disillusioned, but also realizing that I do want it back, that I do love writing songs, even though there's no practical reason, <laughs> even though it's not feeding my family necessarily. But it has importance beyond that. You know, when I've listened to it, I have the sense of that you said disillusionment. I was wondering if there was, I don't want to say any hate, it certainly wasn't that, but I've been hurt a bit. I've been trampled a bit. I've been misused. In a country song, you know, she left me, the dog bit me, you know, the truck broke down, all of that. <laughs> right. But for someone who's a bit more metaphysical like you, I think this one is talking about it in the more metaphysical parts, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I guess there was a little bit of a sense of, you know, I did my very best, feel my full heart in these songs, and then, you know, you don't become the next Paul Simon or, or <laughs> you know, or whoever it is, Greg Brown or, you know, like right. success-wise, that, you know, sort of never all business-wise, a lot of things sort of never totally fell together for me. And, uh, but, you know, I guess it's sort of about realizing that's not really why I'm doing it anyway. Well, folks, long awaited now. You've been listening to us blather and palaver. Get ready for a little bit. This is the only song I've heard of yours, Chris, that has a little bit of country twang to it. It's not quite country, but, it, you know, it clearly <laughs> it's, it's a great grandchild, at least. It's from the album A Thousand Hands that Chris Rosser released in 2014. The song is The Wind Stole My Song.
song for me, the one I sang so lovingly till I couldn't feed my family. Now I want it back. I should have kept my sugar shell. Should have sealed my chimney up. Should have thrown away the key. Kept my front door Chris Rosser and I are both smiling, if you could see our video, but in fact, that song has some bitterness to it. The Wind Stole My Song. Of course, that must be close to 10 years ago that you wrote that song. Yeah. Uh, when you're feeling the disillusionment, not being able to write songs, you've obviously written more songs since then. How close are you to bitter or relieved or reconciled? Wait, where are you now? Now I just love all the different things I do and maybe have less sort of a career ambition, I guess you would say, you know, I'm performing plenty and uh, working with so many people and I have another album's worth of songs. I've sort of been, since I have the Free Planet Radio Band, which, you know, is more of a world music instrumental group, that band has been way more successful than my songwriting part, but it sort of goes in cycles where uh, I'll put an album out, Free Planet Radio will put an album out and then... We just put one out recently, so this right now I'm sort of in the cycle where I'm going to finish up a recording of some more songs and put another album out, whether my parents want to hear it or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just so you know, you've got a convert in me. All the music that you've shared, and I've listened to additional ones online. I love your music. Oh, thank you very much. It's really good. And when you talk about, you know, wanting to be the next Paul Simon, you are quite a multi-instrumentalist. I mean, you mentioned, okay, I'll play guitar, I'll play bass. Those are normal enough for people, but you can play the oud and you can play everything else. So where did you start off musical? Were you Suzuki violin? Were you whatever kind of piano method? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, my mom was a piano teacher. So all me and my brother and two sisters, we all had to take piano lessons when we were young. So I started piano lessons when I was about six or seven and just got obsessed with it. That was my major in college was jazz piano. And throughout high school, I I played French horn in the orchestra, sang in the choir, played bass and sort of rock bands with my buddies and uh, played piano in the school jazz band. And I just loved it all. Well, that's a good prompt for us to go on to another Chris Rosser's song. Where do we head next for your song of the soul journey? How about the song Natural Wonder? This is a song I wrote uh, about my wife, Lynn, who I've been married to since 1995, however many years that is, (laughs) 32 years. I got married when I was uh, 20, or or, wait, I'm sorry, not 1995, 1990. (laughs) I got married when I was 20, had no idea what I was doing, but thankfully it worked out amazingly. And with this song, I was trying to use a lot of nature imagery. I've always loved Joseph Campbell. 
So there's a part about there about the rise and fall of the hero, a lot of uh, nature images. I've played this in Asheville, and Asheville's kind of a hippie town. People have come up to me after and said, wow, I really love that song about the earth goddess. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, yeah, I guess indirectly, yes. <laughs> Is that a title that Lynn would gladly accept, being earth goddess? I don't know. She, she actually, uh, she's like, no, it's not about the earth god. It's about me. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> But in my mind, it's the same. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes. It's a beautiful song. And with this song, you convinced me that you have a complete grasp of the English language of poetry. I don't know that I've met a poet who does it better. So Natural Wonder is a true wonder of a song. And people hear that as we listen to Chris Rosser. ChrisRosser.com, links on NorthernSpiritRadio.org. He's here for Song of the Soul. Here's Natural Wonder. She's a natural wonder, like a firefly or thunder, like the Nile or Niagara Falls. She's a lover's breath, or a deer's first step, yeah, she's the rise and fall. She's a deep, deep ocean, a river in motion. Washing this weary soul clean She's a trickster when Before the rain comes in Yeah, she is nature's queen So of youth She's a spark to a funeral pyre She's a lashing flame to a withered frame born new inside her fire She's the goddess of summer the ripe earth's mother She's a hillside and country Her casual beauty shines right through me from the mirror of the moon. So Whispered breath of a hero's death. Yeah, she's the rise and fall.
Back in 2006, Chris Rosser produced his own album. I think you produced your own, or did someone else do I that did. for you? No, okay. I did. Given your skills, I, I made that assumption. It's called Hidden Everywhere, the album, but the song is called Natural Wonder, about his wife, Lynn, who is, we will all agree, an embodiment of the earth goddess. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> really, again, I say it clearly and unequivocally, that is such a beautiful song. I can't imagine that she was anything but honored to hear it. One of the things that tugged my heartstrings, though, is the chorus. So we fill this lake of emptiness, so we drown in pools of tenderness. There's something there that made me think that you and I have some history in our hearts. It's, it's I don't know if you call it abandonment exactly, but there's some hurt there that we care. We know the emptiness. We know the hurt, the loneliness. And I think you must have that in your life too. I, I come from a massively dysfunctional family of really good people. And I've got a lot of wonderful brothers and sisters, a big stable of them, actually. Do you have something back there that leads you to notice emptiness and need it for tenderness? You know, I would be lying if I said my parents weren't amazing because they, they honestly, uh, my family, I say this all the time, as much as I would love to complain about my upbringing, it's really just not much. To, I mean, I would be very lucky to do as well as my parents did uh, raising us. But, you know, still, I think, uh, you know, I grew up very, very introverted and shy, at least in public, not, not around my family or close friends. But so I think that could be part of it. You know, just finding this other person that sort of completes <laughs> some of that emptiness. You know, my wife and I have had two kids that have special challenges, I guess you'd say. One, one son has autism and one son just had a heart transplant after his whole life having heart issues. Might be a little of that in there also, <laughs> if you feel a little bit of sort of sadness around the edges or just a little, you know, there's definitely a little melancholy in there also. I think that perhaps the most stunning revelation of Buddhism is that, you know, all life is suffering. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't even realize they're suffering and they just drink to oblivion or something. You know, I mean, a lot of people never encounter or recognize that essential piece of brokenness within piece of diminishment, which does not have to be a bad thing, because as you know, Buddhism goes right on into, you can eventually go to nirvana, right? So that's not a bad thing, but recognizing it's there, I think, disempowers its work in our lives. Otherwise, you can turn into bitterness, you can become a military man, blast other people because of that little thing. What's your history in terms of religion, spirituality, where you were, where you are? My parents both grew up Christian. My father's Southern Baptist, and my mom was a uh, Church of the Brethren, I believe it was called. Oh, you know, in a night adjacent. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. For our listeners who don't know, the three historic peace churches are Quakers, Mennonites, and Church of the Brethren. So, with your mother having that influence, I felt that somewhere in your music, believe it or not. Interesting. Yeah. My mom's father was in World War II, and he was a non combative. He served, but he was he didn't carry a weapon, and because he was Church of the Brethren, he was an X-ray tech. So, yeah, there's actually a lot of Quaker way back in my family. Apparently, the first Quaker in North Carolina was a distant relative of mine, uh, uh, Simon Dixon, I believe his name was. But uh, 
I didn't know him personally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A <laughs> uh, little before your time. But, you know, this, yeah, so when I was 10, the story goes that I started asking my parents a lot of questions like, are, you know, are people that aren't Christian going to hell and things like this? And my parents, they realized they didn't want to just repeat what they had been told. So they sort of went on this search and wrote down everything they believed in. And it all sort of, you know, that sounds like what our friend Kathy was talking about, that a uh, Baha'i woman that my mom had met. So they called up their friend Kathy and became Baha'is when I was about 10. At the time, we were living in a small town, North Carolina, in uh, Shelby and Kayser, which is out in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina. So you can, as you can imagine, we were the only Baha'is <laughs> in, in the middle of a, a very Baptist area. How long did you stay connected with Baha'i? Did you go on to something else? We were very active all, all through, I would say, through college. And I stayed active uh, kind of up to uh, I was about 30 or so. And then once we kind of got like our, our oldest son, once he was born with his autism, we did, it became very difficult to take him out in public places and take him to church Baha'i meetings and things like that. So we kind of haven't been real involved since then. But I would say that's still probably the religion I most would identify with. Maybe a little vaguer at this point. Than, but I get the idea that you hang around with UUs a lot too. I do, yes. I perform at the UU church here in Asheville probably about four or five times a year. They bring me in for special music or whatever they mm. Well, any music from Chris Rosser is special. <laughs> well, I'd like to think so, but <laughs> let's have another example. Let's see, how about the song, The Great Mystery? That people always accuse songwriters of taking themselves too seriously and trying to be too self-important. So this is my song about humankind and religion from the beginning of time. You know, <laughs> well, yeah. that's all. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, not too ambitious, I think. My thought with this song was that it's about that sort of quest, trying to know the unknowable, If is sort of what all, in my mind, what all the religions are at their core, is trying to put a framework or tap into something that is really a mystery and unknowable at its core. <laughs> so in the, in the song, it's got three verses. The chorus is uh, trying to unravel the great mystery. The first verse is more about kind of going within, trying to unravel, tap into the unknown within yourself through meditation or reflection. The second verse is more about kind of the church aspect, like joining a religion or trying to tap into the source through religion. And then the third verse is more about creativity, how when we're creative, we're also trying to tap into the unknowable, whether you're painting a painting, whether you're creating children, <laughs> whether you're, you know, that it's all part of the... The great mystery? Yeah, trying to figure out the great mystery, yeah. <laughs> We're laughing about it, but it really is a deep song, folks. And I don't know how many people who listen to Song of the Soul have done that quest themselves. Chris Rosser clearly has been on that path, and it's exhibited so beautifully in his song, The Great Mystery. Threads of my soul unwrap the layers of my wounded heart. 
dying the deeper I go, unwinding the darkest parts. Down to the core, yearning for more than any can see. Trying to unravel, unravel, unravel the great mystery. We unlock the myths and the fables. Untangle the holiest words. Tear at the fabric of heaven, twist in the folds and turns. Pray from the altars and temples and churches from down on our knees. Trying to unravel. Unravel, unravel the great mystery. Creation with every new child and every new song. We paint on the cave and the canvas, scratch at the poem, chip at the stone. Searching the names and the metaphors, looking for what to believe. To unravel, unravel, unravel the great mystery. Trying to unravel, unravel, unravel the great mystery. Chris Rosser's website is chrisrosser.com. Any question on spelling anything, come via northernspiritradio.org. I'll link you up to that. Also on my site, you know, I've got more information about Free Planet Radio. All of those links of all my guests for Song of the Soul for the past 17 and a half years, they're on northernspiritradio.org. You can also find the stations across the nation where we're broadcast some 35 to 45 of them on community radio stations. And that's important to me that it's on community radio stations as opposed to commercial radio because commercial radio asks you to do some trade-offs because you're trying to average what you want, what you feel led to, and feeling led to is a very Quakerly thing. 
they try and mitigate that because you've got a commercial interest you've got to fulfill. The Great Mystery by Chris Rosser is something that clearly is checking out that inner topology, and you'll find more of it. His 2006 album, The Holy Fool, The Holy Fool came out in 2000, Hidden Everywhere, 2006. They're deep and steeped in it. I actually haven't heard songs of yours from Archaeology or your later album. I've heard something from A Thousand Hands. Clearly, there's a deep strain in Chris Rosser, and you find that if you follow links to him. On our website, there's a place where you can comment on this program. We ask that you please do that. I really can't emphasize strongly enough how important it is for me to have two-way communication with my listeners. So please post a comment. You can contact me via the website as well. And I got connected with Chris Rosser because Billy Jonas, I talked to him just a month or two ago. He said, wow, here's somebody you got to talk to. He knew where my leading is and he directed me then to Chris. One last thing before we go on to some more of Chris Rosser's music, and that is you can support Northern Spirit Radio. We all try and patch together our living on the planet while remaining faithful to what drives us inside. You make that possible. You make it possible for me not to sell out to commercial interests, etc., because of your donations. Without community, I couldn't do this. So please, be an active part of my community by donating Nerd and Spirit Radio, but even more so, support your local community radio. Support the founts of music and really deep thought that are points of light all throughout our nation. And then remember to support Northern Spirit Radio if you can. And even more important, listen deeply to Chris Rosser as he introduces us to another song. That great mystery song has a lot of Indian instruments in it and things. Right around the time I wrote that, I was studying. I went to an Indian music school out in San Rafael, California for two years that's uh, run by this Indian master, Ali Akbar Khan, who's since passed away. But he plays this instrument called the Sarod, which I studied with him. And all the classes were with him, but they were group classes, like 40 of us in a room. And he would play a line and 40 people play back, you know. So it was really an amazing opportunity for me to learn about Indian music and just kind of see how another culture took the same bodies and (laughs) sounds and sort of went a completely different direction. So The Great Mystery was a song where I was uh, trying to make it sound, you know, in indie music, there's no chord changes. It's all rhythms and the drone and sort of a little more complicated melodies. So it was kind of my attempt to write an Indian style melody, even though I, on the chorus, I do have one chord change. I couldn't (laughs) quite stick with the drone. (laughs) But I'd gotten a grant to go to the Ali Akbar College right before I went there. I was practicing a lot of Indian music on Christmas Day. A lot of Indian music or Hindu chants to various gods and goddesses. And the fact that it was Christmas Day, somehow they got sort of mixed up in my mind. So I I wrote this next song that's called Christmas in the Ashram, which is sort of about imagining what Christmas would be like in an ashram. With especially if there were a lot of Western converts in the ashram, sort of mixing up the two religions. It's from Chris Rosser's 2017 release, Winter Day. Have some fun and maybe some tinges of real spirituality in Christmas in the ashram. To the east, they left their homes in search of peace. 
transcendental mystic yogi Took them in, he was kind and holy California to Bombay They traveled far to sing and pray But on the last week of the year Their songs became a little weird Singing Om Alleluia Hare Hare Krishna Inek Chelsea's Deo Rama Bolo Rama Bolo Gloria Gloria Govinda Gopala Om Noel Jai Siaram Christmas in the Ashram be out of town this tinsel on Vishnu's crown someone hung a Christmas star from one of Shiva's extra arms there's eggnog in the black spice tea lotus petals on evergreen incense burners green and red Santa hats Unshaven heads Singing Om Alleluia Hare Hare Krishna In Excelsis Deo Rama Bolo Rama Bolo Gloria Gloria Govinda Gopala Om Noel Jaisyaram Christmas in the Ashram They sang Gospels and Upanishads, Psalms and Vedas praising God. Maybe Christ and Krishna are amused when humans get a little bit confused. Singing Om Alleluia, Hare Hare Krishna, In Excelsis Deo, Rama Bolo, Rama Bolo Gloria, Gloria Govinda, Gopala Om Noel, Tracy Adam Christmas in the Ashram Om Noel, Tracy Adam Christmas in the Ashram Chris Rosser's musical well is very deep, and his instrumental well is equally deep, as you heard. A lot of Indian instruments are part of his repertoire. 
even if he doesn't play the tabla for us. It so clearly is rich. I was curious when I was listening to this song, when I was listening to all the music that you gave me for your Song of the Soul, I was wondering how much you're still there or how much you're looking back at it with a wry smile. You know, some of us look back on our childhood and we say, oh, I was so young. Is that your reaction when you do something like Christmas in the Ashram? Or is it just a fond lens for other people to look at and not be put off maybe by the Ashram? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, in some ways, like that song, it was on the Winter Day album, but it was also originally on my Holy Fool album. I probably wrote it in 1998. So not uh, however many years ago. So so it almost feels like a different person wrote that song just because it was so, you know, I was in such a different place. And a friend of mine, Tom Prasada Rao, who's an amazing folk singer and songwriter and also uh, Indian-American, he heard me play that song. He actually recorded it before I did. So it makes more sense with him singing it as, as an Indian person. But yeah, I think, I mean, I can sort of uh, appreciate it. And I still play that song some. It feels a little different maybe than... Uh, when I wrote it, but I can sort of look back at that guy from 25 years ago and go, oh, he was sort of trying to figure things out or whatever. I mean, what one thing I, I, you've probably experienced this too is like the older I get, the more I know I don't know. Like certainly when I was 20, I probably thought I knew much, much more than I know now. And now I realize, oh, I don't know anything. <laughs> so, yeah. True wisdom, in yeah. other words. <laughs> you can love the passion and energy and the openness that is part of it. Maybe I should ask you quickly a little bit more about Free Planet Radio. You released albums with them in 2018, 2019, after having been in 2004, 2008. So there were some hiatus in between, 10 years hiatus between those, the second and third releases. And I think you said you released one just recently. I don't know if you're referring. Recently is, you know, pre-COVID, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. During, the, during COVID in the last several years, we've been releasing singles that are sort of building up to a new album. So I think we're three singles into a six song EP that, you know, once we kind of release all the singles, then it'll be the EP. Seems to be the way the kids are doing it these days, releasing singles first on streaming services. And folks, there is a website, freeplanetradio.com. You can also get connection to that music, to the releases, the four releases, four full-length releases on Chris Rosser's site, chrisrosser.com. Chris, give us another song. We want to maybe get in two more before we close out your Song of the Soul. Well, I have a song on my Thousand Hands album called uh, Don't Do Lonely Well. You know, I tend to keep myself super busy in my <laughs> studio. My standard line is I, I could book every hour of every day if I wanted to in my studio, which I don't want to, but it's easy to fill up my schedule too much. There was a week where I had a ton of studio work scheduled and there was a big snowstorm here and everything got canceled. So I found myself with all this empty space and all this time. And a lot of times when you're super busy and then suddenly you're left alone with your thoughts, suddenly you start processing all all the things that you kind of shoved aside. And at least on this particular day, it was like I was sort of having all these flashbacks of things I said to people. It's like, oh, should I have said that? Or I hope I didn't hurt that person's feelings. And just, just like sort of you get in this sort of spiral of negativity. So the song is called I Don't Do Lonely Well because it's like, wow, maybe I don't have enough empty time to <laughs> process the things in my life. Maybe this is not healthy. 
I was listening to this African guitar player, Lionel Luweke, who's a great jazz guitarist. And uh, my guitar part's nothing like his, but it, it sort of has this real upbeat kind of African guitar feel musically. But it's really kind of depressing lyrics. So, so, so don't be uh, confused by the music. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you, you might think it's upbeat, but yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. And I also think this song I kind of identified with again during uh, sort of the COVID lockdowns, and I feel like everyone sort of found themselves with a lot of time, <laughs> you know, off of the hamster wheel or whatever. Uh, I certainly had a few months where, wow, should I be doing something now? <laughs> I think it's a healthy thing to have time and reflection, and that's where most of the good stuff happens. <laughs> well, that's a reflection that not everyone embraces, that <laughs> the downtime is that. Of course, as a Quaker, I do believe that. I experience that. I mean, at least one hour per week, I go and I say, this time is open. And for some people, that's a total revelation. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Chris Rosser found out that he didn't do Lonely Well. The song was on his 2014 release, A Thousand Hands, but it resonates throughout COVID too, doesn't it? So yes. <laughs> here is Don't Do Lonely Well.
maybe it's just in Chris Rosser's nature, or maybe it's because he produces albums for so many different people, different styles of music. In that one, he channels, I, I thought first maybe it was a Latinesque rhythm, but then I lived two years in Africa because I was a Peace Corps volunteer there, and I recognized the Sweet Mother Phil, a song you probably don't have any idea what the song is, but it was all the rage for two years while I was in Togo in West Africa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the bouncingness, the, is, whereas most of his other songs uh, that he's chosen for today's Song of the Soul are tinged with mysticism and the East, Don't Do Lonely Well, has that bounce. That's sweet mother, that's African, that's Latin American. <laughs> it's, it's a thing that enriches the vocabulary musically that we have here in the USA. So Don't Do Lonely Well. I'm, I'm glad you had at least one song which was a little bit down or a little bit touching on that sadness because uh, <laughs> most of it, it seems much more centered. And I think it's a wonderful song, too. Well, you know, you haven't introduced a lemon. I'm wondering how many lemons you filtered out and didn't <laughs> give to me. So, oh, I could give this song and then uh, you would know, really. Yeah, that. yeah exactly. What sub-selection criteria did you use for what you gave me today for Song of the Soul? It was actually kind of tough. I think because it's called Song of the Soul, that made me think of the ones that were a little more kind of religious oriented or, you know, kind of spiritual oriented. But even though you said it doesn't have to be when you when you told me, but uh, so these are probably a little more kind of spiritually themed, I guess. But I don't know. I mean, could you have given me the equivalent of something like feel like making love or? <laughs> 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 I don't know if I have any of those actually, but I certainly have some songs that are a little more, uh, a little less weighty, I would say. <laughs> sort of a little more kind of slice of life kind of songs. Well, I hate to be driven by the clock, but the community radio stations that broadcast my show, I have to limit myself to 55 <laughs> minutes just so I can fit in their playlist. So let's do one more song from Chris Rosser to the Song of the Soul universe. What is it? Well, this is the title track off of the Hidden Everywhere album. I guess this is my attempt to write a non-specific hymn, a hymn to a non-specific deity, or uh, without using the specific language that, you know, in my mind, it's a, a little more of a Baha'i song, but I tried to keep the language of it such that whether you're Buddhist or Quaker or Christian or that it's general enough that it would apply to anyone. And like you were saying earlier, part of the Baha'i philosophy is that all the great religions come from the same source, like different chapters in a book. So the vagueness of it makes sense in the context, I guess. Is Baha'ish, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> One can learn these things intellectually. You can learn, oh, yes, I believe all religions, same source, all that kind of thing, and never have had an experience of it. But I suspect, at least somewhere along the way, you've had some of those transcendent experiences. You've had those experiences. Anything come to mind that you're willing to share? You know, I toured many years with this great, amazing uh, Turkish musician, Omar Farouk Tekbalek, <laughs> spelled like it sounds. <laughs> he plays a lot of Sufi songs, which Sufi is sort of the mystical branch of Islam. And some of those concerts with him chanting and playing the Ney flute, which is like a reed flute from the Middle East, have just been some of the most profound spiritual experiences I've ever had, uh, you know, between, in a concert setting like that. You know, I think like I play at Christian churches. I, 
I had the experience like that with the Sufi master and then studying Indian music with the kind of a Hindu bass and doing all the kirtan music. I mean, the kirtan music where you have a 200 people in a room all singing these Sanskrit chants together, you know, you're really just like serving the music. It's not even a performance so much, you know, like a, an experience like that comes to mind as uh, something where you're, you know, you're experiencing something that is beyond the actual words you're saying or the names you're giving to the divine or the unknown or the unknowable. The great mystery. The great mystery, yes. Well, you channel it all well through your music, through every song I've heard so far. I want to mention that in 2017, I said that the song Christmas in the Ashram was on your Christmas album, Winter Day, in 2017. You've got at least one song in there that includes a lot of Christian theology. But then you go from, you know, even as you say, you know, you're celebrating your birthday, Jesus' birthday, but you also then say all other religions too. And so, right. <laughs> so it was really interesting to me to have a fair amount of Christmas influence in that album. So mm. you really do find it hidden everywhere, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. That album, a friend of mine, uh, Eric Balky, that does radio promotion and has, I've hired to promote my CDs over the years. He would always do a holiday compilation. And he would ask me to submit a song. So almost, all, except for Christmas in the Ashram, all the other songs were written at various times to submit to these compilations. So then I ended up with a handful of holiday songs and without a home. So I was like, well, oh, you know, just put them all together. <laughs> so. We've got a home. And so we're going to listen to that song, Hidden Everywhere, as we go out for Song of the Soul. I just want to recapitulate that Chris Rosser has five releases of his own solo. He's got five releases with Free Planet Radio. He's on another recording called April Sessions. And he produces a lot of music for everyone. So his musical magic is clearly displayed through so many places in the world. Go to chrisrosser.com to find it. The link's on nordenspiritradio.org in case you have any questions spelling anything. You'll find him in Asheville, North Carolina, but you'll also find him deep in your heart as you listen to a song like Hidden Everywhere. Thanks so much, Chris, for joining me for Song of the Soul. No, thank you for having me, and thanks for asking such great questions. You really, It's really refreshing <laughs> to have someone ask these questions, so thank you. Well, you're very welcome. It's really completely my pleasure. ChrisRosser.com is the website. Hidden Everywhere is this song. We'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul.
kings and nations bow to the one hidden everywhere. Hidden of wonder Some will find you there Riding on a cloud of thunder Sleepers unaware In the beauty of the jasmine Theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.